The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Big Dave Podcast. B. B105. It's Who Was Right Last Night. You're right. On B105. You know what? You're right. And uh, in the Who Was Right Last Night courtroom this morning, we have uh, Sarah. Good morning, Sarah. Good morning. So uh, you're staring down the barrel of a little extended weekend vacation coming up here. And uh, congratulations on that. Those are always nice. Yes. They're supposed to be really nice. Yeah, supposed. Jealous. Let's yeah. put that, that key word in. They're supposed to be really nice because you've got a problem between you and your boss. And you want us to weigh in on it this morning. And the floor is yours. Go right ahead. All right. Yeah, definitely love a weigh-in. Okay, so I've had this planned for months, and I've had the time approved and everything, and we're leaving Thursday and coming back Tuesday to go to Virginia Beach. Well, my boss yesterday throws at me a meeting at 5 p.m. on Monday with the West Coast people and, like, the whole sales division, and I'm supposed to run it, and I have to create all the materials for it, and I'm like... Dude, I'm going on vacation. We have dinner reservations at 5.30 to meet some friends for drinks and, you know, dinner. And I just, can I tell him no? Yeah, I think the question comes up, is it ethical, is it legal when someone has time off? scheduled on vacation. Yeah. And when is the Zoom meeting? It's Monday night at 5 p.m. Okay. But I would have to run the whole show, which means I have to create the decks and, um, you know, a presentation and everything. So I'd be working the whole weekend. So you got to put together a PowerPoint before you even go? They're called slide decks now. Slide decks decks? now? I'm so dated. Wow. (laughs) That's why I don't get invited to the Zooms. (laughs) Do you put that on a floppy disk? All right. right. So so, is there a way to do that before you leave? I, I mean, I can try, but then Monday night is like all the reservations with people we haven't seen for years. And I mean, you're not just, available. Like, if yeah. you're in charge of running yeah. it, I think you should have some say of when it's taking place. I agree. Unless your boss is just trying to get out of not running it. Because even if you were to prepare everything before the meeting and they're looped in, I would assume or I'd hope, couldn't they run the meeting? I would think so. But he's saying it's mandatory for me to do this. It sounds like your boss has no idea how to do it and would be at a total loss without you. <laughs> I'm thinking you should be the boss. I yeah, job security um, at, at least. I don't know. We've all had to work, though, a little bit on vacation from yeah. time to time. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'll answer emails and stuff like that. But, I mean, you know, getting uh, too much further into the weeds on that, it's like it's not a vacation anymore. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're supposed to vacation right. is supposed to be a break from 
the day-to-day, the routine and everything else. And I'll say our job here has been pretty cool about on vacation, but it's when a client comes in and they could care less because they have their own agenda. That's when I end up having to work on vacation. Mm. How much do you like this job and how much do you need it? I guess I should ask. <laughs> I mean, I feel like with the what's going on in the world now with all the layoffs, I need to uh... do my best to keep it. This isn't a normal who was right last night, and I love it. So what do you feel in your heart of hearts here, Sarah, before we all weigh in? I mean, I feel like it's not cool. He's making this mandatory, and we have this calendar. It's massive in the office that shows who's on and who's off when. And he walks by it every day, and he looks at it every day because some days he'll be like, oh, John's out today. So I don't know. Part of me is like, is it because I'm a woman? You know, he wants me to do all this stuff and he wouldn't do this to any of my male counterparts. But like throwing that level in, if I say no, yes, am I in danger of losing my job? Okay. All right. Uh, Statman, juror member number one. Oh, I've taken Zoom calls on vacations because I wanted to have my job when I came back from vacation. I totally feel for you and I kind of regret missing the time with the kids on vacation but i don't know man i i have a workaholic problem and i say do the <laughs> zoom and hopefully your friends that you're going to go out to dinner with will understand because they love you you could say i have a workaholic problem i work my butt off but i also have boundaries and i have i don't know the passion or courage to have uncomfortable conversations sounds like you need to talk to your boss and tell them that this is kind of overstepping and either you'll only do it this time or put your foot completely down and say you're not doing it. Maybe while you're on vacation, shop a new boss. Mm. Well, I'm going to say, if you only do it this time, you'll be you doing you'll it the next time. You'll get taken advantage of. You'll be the next time. Yeah. I, I, I disagree with Ashley on one thing. Don't talk to your boss. Talk to your HR director. Ah. Because this is 100% illegal. You think it, so? I absolutely. It's, it's unethical. It's illegal. They are 100% not allowed to force you to do anything on your time off. Or repercussions the, due to it. it. Oh, yeah, that, that. Okay. that is 100% against the rules. That is 100% unethical. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people, including all the way up to the U.S. Department of Labor, would like to know <laughs> about that Whoa. because uh, that it's it's huge. But that's what I think. But let's see. You know, seven four nine B one oh five or through the app. What do you think about Sarah's predicament here between her and her boss? I'm interested to see what people say here. Yeah, me too. I hope it all works out. You guys gave me a lot to think about. Let's find out, okay? All right, thank you. And have fun on your vacation, yeah. at least Enjoy you know, whatever there. Yeah. I have a lot of time that I can still have fun. That's good. So uh seven four nine B one oh five. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, who was right last night this morning, we heard from Sarah, who is uh, getting ready to go on an extended weekend vacation to Virginia Beach, as she found out before leaving from her boss that he wants her to run a big Zoom call with people from the West Coast, and she's in charge of it while she's on vacation on Monday night at like 5 o'clock. Ridiculous. And uh, we all said, hey, you know, you can't do that. That's not right. And we're just trying to find anybody that will side with the boss this morning. And uh, Alex from Lawrenceburg, you're not going to be one of them. You're Team Sarah all the way. Yes, I am. Um, I think that if you're scheduled off PTO, especially in advance, then you definitely shouldn't have to be required to attend the meeting. I think that's what's wrong with corporate America is we always feel like we have to work while we're on vacation. 
And I think she needs to take the much-needed mental break that's deserved. And if the boss really needed her there, he should schedule it for when she's in office, not when she's on PTO. Gabby from Aurora is a big old team Sarah, too. He knew up front that she was getting this time off. She put in plenty of time. If he could not find someone to do it, he should step in and let her go. Mike on the, Mike's weighed in on the B105 app and says, that's the problem with employers now. They take advantage of employees and won't blink an eye doing it. And when I'm on vacation, they better not disturb me. Oh, okay. Let's go to uh, Lexi from Independence says, your team talking to the boss. Why is that? So I am actually a boss myself. I overlook 65 people. And I greatly believe in personal time and taking that time off and using it for yourself rather than always slaving over the job. So I think if she actually went to the boss personally and was like, hey, I actually had dinner reservations at this time. Can we please honor this so that I can um, actually set forth my time and be relaxed during vacation like I am supposed to? Lexi, have you ever asked anyone to work while they're on vacation? Um, I have not. I asked for volunteers, but most of the time I will pick it up myself. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. If somebody volunteers, that's a different thing. But uh, putting someone in charge of something while they're on vacation sounds like a big no-no. Absolutely. Kyle's weighed in on the B105 app and says, I had a job once in a steel mill. If they called you in on vacation, they had to pay you for 40 hours for that eight hours worked. It's called personal time off for a reason. Make sure to read your handbook. Woo! Michelle has a good one here. She says, my boss one time tried to have me not go on vacation one year because they had no one else to do my job while I was off. Hey, this was a family vacation. Her ex-father-in-law had already paid for the rental house. Her co-workers had to rally behind her and back her up. Wow. Holy yeah. cow. Pat from Indiana agrees with Ashley's thoughts on this. Yeah, I do. Uh, I think the young lady should know that only someone with false qualities can stand up to a boss who's wrong. I think Pat's saying I have boss qualities. That's yeah. what I heard. I've heard you talk to your husband, Ashley. You're absolutely correct. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Thank you, Pat. Appreciate it. Great day, guys. More of the Big Dave Podcast. So, so I have been living in my house now over a little over two years. And uh, I still get a lot of mail for the uh, previous residents of the house, okay? And uh, I guess from a couple of them. And it's mostly junk mail and stuff, and I just throw it away. But yesterday, man, I hit the mother load because I come home, and I've got my little door window uh, mailbox thing there. It's kind of small, and it's opened up, and I can see something sticking out of it. I'm like, hey, what's that? Oh, but it's a big white envelope. I'm like, hey, this is a magazine. I open it up. It's addressed to one of the previous residents of the house. They're not you. Not me. <laughs> but I'm like, you know what? I'm sorry. You didn't two years or whatever. However, no, it's not because this wasn't the people I bought the house from. Oh, geez. So this is probably five or six years ago. Okay. So, so on the white envelope, before opening it, did you check the sender? Like where it came from? No, I don't. I didn't look at that. I just looked oh, at it and I was like, <laughs> I just opened it up. Okay. The greatest football magazine ever. I've never seen this one anywhere. I can't remember the name of it, but it's got uh, like scouting reports, all this stuff for every NFL team and every college team. Oh, and I'm college? just like, this is the best magazine ever. I, I'm like, it's mine, right? I'm, I'm It's like it was made for you, but isn't it illegal to open someone else's mail? Why do I think that? Well, I mean, it's addressed to my address. What, the person hasn't obviously lived there for five or six years. It's my magazine now. 
Hold on. Quick Just like it's my, it's my flyer from Spectrum Internet and everything else that I still get with this guy's name on it. Huh. Now, oh. you see, I, I live on a street that's parallel to a, a street with the similar name, mm -hmm. and there's the same number as my number a street over. Yeah. I get their mail all, all the time. They get my mail all the time. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it'll be my address with his name or his address with my name. Mm. It's so weird. Oh. So we always kind of just exchange without opening. Yeah, but things. you're not really committing a crime, unlike Big Dave. Yeah, you're saying, wait, it. you're saying I committed a crime with this. It says, is it a federal crime to open someone else's mail? The short answer is yes. However, then it goes on to say opening or destroying mail that is addressed to someone else is a crime called obstruction of correspondence. But it is a serious felony that could lead to prison time. Does it say if that mail is coming to your address, I am the owner of that address now. It's got his name on it. And he hasn't owned it in years. So what you're trying to say here is can you open mail with your address but someone else's name? Yes. Sometimes you may receive mail with your address, but someone else's name on it. It still implies the mail belongs to another person, and oh. opening their mail is illegal. Oh, no. Come no, pick no, him no, up. No, 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 no. We're in 4800 no. Kennedy oh. Avenue. Uh. <laughs> Sound the sirens. I'm totally not giving up that magazine. It's the greatest thing ever, man. Come what, on. What you should do is attach a wrong address note on the mail and put it back in the mailbox. We know you're not doing that with this magazine. I'm not magazine. because I've been there over two and a, I'm going on two and a half years and I'm still getting mail from a guy that probably owned the house three owners ago. I mean, I'm, you have I'm, no way of finding him, right? No, I don't know who he is. Well, if he shows up at the door, I say give him the magazine. Otherwise, get a subscription. Yeah, I like all right, here's your magazine <laughs> and your 900 things from Spectrum <laughs> and everything else. Well, I've what's got. his name? We can probably find him right here, right now. I'm not going to say the guy's <laughs> name. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Literally. Because he's going to come take that magazine. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome magazine. He knows where you live. Hey, if you want to weigh in, you got a knowledge on this 749-B105. We'd love to hear your thoughts also through the uh, B105 app. In the meantime, more of the Big Dave podcast. B105, the Big Dave show. I heard uh, Ashley and Statman talking about this yesterday, and Ashley said it would be a big old yes from her. She would like to do this. And what is it? Well, Subway has got a thing going on right now where uh, you legally change your name to Subway, and uh, they will give you subway for life how's free that food for life free I food mean, for life i absolutely love a chicken bacon ranch on italian herbs and cheese shredded cheese lettuce tomato onion jalapeno ranch and extra southwest sauce thank you that is like my go-to is that going to be your name or is it just subway because it's going to be my order once i win well here's the deal so subway puts this out earlier this week they have already had 10,000 people offer to change their name for free Subway for life. 10,000 people. Wow. I, I'm wondering how they're going to pick, but they also said that they're going to cover the $750 fee for you to change it and then give you $50,000 in Subway gift cards for your life. $50,000. Think about it, though. My name could not even be Ashley right now. It is, right? Mm -hmm. But for my job, it could be something else and you would just call me Ashley. So if my name was Subway... It wouldn't really matter. Like, I wouldn't put that on Facebook. Yes, it would have to be on legal documents. Yeah, your yeah. ID would say that. Subway. Legally, yeah. Dawn. Yeah. You get pulled over. And so, uh, <laughs> hey, uh, Subway, why are you driving so fast tonight? So, yeah. You know. Subway, uh, I mean, everybody reading that, I mean, their mouth would just water, I think. Dude, I know people that have got married 
and it's such a hassle to change their name that they wouldn't do it. But if you that. offered them Subway for Life, oh yeah, I'll change my name. <laughs> Is it just Subway? That's what I don't understand. Or do you get to keep your last name? I'm sure you got to keep your last name. Because are you just like, are you like Cher, Madonna, say, Sting, Beyonce, Bono, yeah, you know, all Pink. that kind of stuff? Yeah. Hi, I'm Subway. <laughs> all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, marketing expert Anson Frerichs is not surprised by the uh, huge outpouring of people wanting to do this already. It actually doesn't surprise me. There's 10,000 people out there that'd be willing to change their name. Elon Musk has one son he named X, another daughter that he named Y. So certain people, <laughs> they might want to change those names. They might not like the name that they were given. This is an opportunity to potentially change your name and yeah. in the process, get free Subway for life. I didn't think of that. Yeah, if you got a name you don't like. I'm just, uh, oh my God, this is horrible. What? My mind just went to a really dirty place. <laughs> Hi, I'm Subway. Eat fresh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 7.15. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show. So uh, before I went on vacation, you know, we had the uh, big Jason Aldean show at Riverbend. And that night, myself and the only other single person on the air staff, uh, Anna, from the Jesse and Anna show, we were uh, walking around having a couple of drinks and just talking. And we brought up the fact that why is this inherent need from everybody we know to try to fix us up all the time? <laughs> There's like, it's like, oh, they're single. So here's somebody, here's somebody. It's just always sure. being, yeah. being thrown out. I said, I know people have the best of intentions. So do you ever get mm -hmm. a text message from someone you know and you can read the first little bit of it and you're like, I don't want to open that yet. I'm not ready for it. All the time. I look at my yeah. phone. It's like Big Dave and it says, can you? Oh, and I'm like, up. I'm not opening it. Stop <laughs> yeah. asking me to do stuff. No. Anything that starts with pass due, I just said, nope. <laughs> well, I got one when I woke up this morning. It was delivered last night after I fell asleep from our uh, account executive here. He's a wonderful guy, very funny guy, Ken Marmer. Okay. So we all love Ken. And uh, all it says is, I think I have someone for you to meet. She lives in NKY, then dot, dot, dot. And I don't know what the rest of this is. Oh, okay. So, so now I thought, a co-worker is even trying to help out. I know. So I thought I would open it up with you guys and see what the rest of it is. Let's see what the dot, dot, dot is. Oh, boy. Here we go. I think I have someone for you to meet. She lives in northern Kentucky. Divorced slash no kids slash dog slash 47. Love sports slash she's cute. Does oh. she have a dog or is she is the dog? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's he, weird. he didn't okay. specify on that. No. 47, uh, no kids. Uh, uh, uh. This Lo sounds good. Love sports. Love sports. That's great. And it's cute. 
You didn't include her name? I'm already ready over here on Facebook. Oh, yeah. yeah. You were going to stalk already. Yeah, of no. course. Uh, like, maybe a picture of her on there or something? Yeah. Or I don't know. I mean... Uh, an that, attachment? That's all I've got from Ken. Oh. So, I, I don't, you know, normally he's asking me if I want to, you know, be a spokesman for this, that, or the other company. Now he's trying to hook it's me up with date. somebody. Yeah. yeah. Okay, you got to write him back and ask, well, what's her name? Is we, that what I say? We've got a creep. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to write back. uh, Let me do voice to text here. (laughs) Ashley wants to know her name so she can stalk her on Facebook. Boom. Perfect. Yeah, we got to figure out. Oh, wait, it's still writing. Stop. (laughs) Boom. We can stalk her on Facebook. Boom, perfect. Uh, We got to figure out. Let me backspace and end. How do you end? Stop. (laughs) You never know. I mean, it doesn't hurt to open a text message just to creep, right? Yeah. It's not, you're not saying you're going to go out with her or marry her. Okay. I am so, I'm, I'm, this is how bad, stop. It is still voice to texting. How do you make it stop? Maybe you're going to be single forever. (laughs) There's no hope over there. (laughs) I've just sent the message with everything. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll see. It's uh, 817. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show. Something really fun that is coming up this Saturday at Yatemans Cove here in Cincinnati is the Red Bull Flugtag Challenge. And uh, this is crazy stat. What does Flugtag mean in German? It means flying day. Yeah, and that's what uh, all these people that build these crazy contraptions, they go off a ramp in the Ohio River, and they hope they fly. <laughs> and uh, well, joining us right now is one of the participants, Aiden. He is a student at Louisville, and he's hoping whatever they're building flies like one of those Louisville Cardinals. Good morning, Aiden. Morning. So uh, you're going to be in the Flugtag. Uh, yeah, should be pretty fun. Have you done this before? Uh, no. Me and my friends just found out about it over this summer. And we kind of threw it all together last minute. It's less about what you're flying and more about the performance and the artistry of everything and the crafts. Because the videos are just crazy. Basically, people run to the edge of the launch zone and (laughs) fall in the water. Yeah, they're they're airborne for all of no seconds. Uh, Sorry for people going spoiler alert on that. And all of like what people are building. I mean, they come up with some creative stuff. What's your team name? We are the Flower Rangers. The Mighty Morphin Flower Rangers. I love it. <laughs> All righty. So the, and what are you building? We're building a giant croissant, and we're calling it the Top Bun. <laughs> <laughs> so let me get this straight, Aiden. You and your buddies will get into this giant croissant, uh, go down this little platform in the Ohio River, and you get to the end, and you're hoping this croissant flies. Uh, yeah. We're hoping we don't plummet instantly. That's for sure. I mean, is there any way to even test it? Because you don't want to break it. So on a test run. Not really. We don't really have any location to test. So we're just going to be flying by the seat of our pants, quite literally. <laughs> literally. And uh, hoping for the best. We're, we're winging it. Hopefully. Winging it. And speaking of winging it, I kind of did some research on this because a lot of the videos, like you've mentioned, they just go right into the water. Mm-hmm. The record for this actually went like over 250 feet in the air. The chicken whispers. Uh-huh. So what do, what do you think? I mean, you over or under going 250 feet in the air? If I was being realistic, I'd probably say under, but you got to be confident in yourself. So I'd say over. Heck uh, yeah. Okay. So um, before we actually take the plummet, there will be a performance uh, done by us with uh, props created by us. Oh, what? wonderful. What are the props? Food-inspired weapons. 
We're going to do a little <laughs> fight scene to honor the Power Rangers. So this is what it's all about. It's just goofy fun that people can come down and watch. What time is this all getting started Saturday? Doors open for the public at noon, and the first flight is at 1.15. And this is a special thing having it here in Cincinnati because they do this all over the world and to have it here, they say like 30,000 people are going to be down there cheering you on. I'm so jealous. I wish I could be on your team. I'll be your White Ranger. I'll come in late. <laughs> it's the uh, Red Bull Flugtag Challenge this Saturday presented by Kroger. And uh, it's happening right there on the Ohio River. We will be looking for the big croissant to stay airborne, okay? All right, will do. All right, thank you, Aiden. Good luck, buddy. Thanks. Go, go, Flower Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be fun. 613. More of the Big Dave podcast. B105, the Big Dave show. It is Luke. Order. And we got uh, Lindsay here with us. Good morning, Lindsay. Good morning. So you're driving to a doctor's appointment this morning, and uh, you have stopped off at your Mickey D's there on the way because you got a little time to kill, right? That's right. Are you ready to play Luke or Dare? I'm ready. <laughs> all right. Do you want to hear the question first? You might get to forego all the nonsense if you know the answer. No, that's okay. I am at the drive-thru window right now. Oh, she's ready. Oh, okay. you're ready. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, right. I'm forget ready. the question. Statman, what does Lindsay need to do? Or is the Luke or Dare here? All right. Well, I want you to order a McHuntin', a McFishin', and a McLovin' every day. <laughs> I need a McHuntin', a McFishin', and a McLovin' every day. <laughs> Have they said anything back? No, that says sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddle on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> order ask one him, more time. Yeah, ask him again. Did you get my order? Did you get my order? No, I did not. A McHuntin, a McFishin, and a McLovin every day. She likes, she said she likes that. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> she likes that. <laughs> hey, tell her your total is two tickets to the concert. My total is two tickets to a Luke Bryan concert. Thank you so much. Woo! <laughs> Thank you. Oh, she was so nice about it. She uh, just giggled and said she laughed. And now I, I want a McGriddle for my <laughs> gosh. Right. Well, congratulations, girl. You got them. You're going to be at Luke Bryan next Thursday night at Riverbend in the good seats in the pavilion. Awesome. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Make sure you, Mick, come and see us at the van. Okay, will do. Have you pulled up to the window yet? Yet. <laughs> the girl's probably like, what? No, I threw him away. <laughs> oh. <laughs> More of the Big Dave Podcast. 13-year-old Ben Evans is described by his friends and family as being fossil mad. Yeah, he is a, a budding paleontologist there. According to his dad, Jason Evans... Ben has had an interest in fossil hunting from an early age when their family visited the Jurassic coastline that straddles Devon and Dorset in the United Kingdom. Oh. There's nothing Ben enjoys more than going with his dad to the sandy shoreline of Walton on the Nays Beach in Essex, England, and just looking for fossils or That's shark cool. teeth. Yeah. Nice hobby with your so, dad. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. that area is a hot spot for prehistoric finds. And Ben has collected, like I said, hundreds of shark teeth from that area. But back in late July, Ben was on day two of a fossil hunt on the beach with his dad when he spotted the edge of something sticking out of the sand in a hole between three large rocks. Ben crawled through the hole and pulled out a six-inch triangular-shaped object from the ground. 
Ben knew exactly what he had found from the start, but still had it checked by the Essex Wildlife Trust experts who examined it and said, yeah, this is about 10 to 20 million years old and is most definitely a tooth from a megalodon. Awesome. Oh, my God. Yeah. The uh, megalodon became extinct 3.6 million years ago and was the largest shark ever, measuring up to 18 meters or nearly 60 feet long. What a find. Yeah. yeah. The Wildlife Trust said finding one of these fully intact and in such pristine condition is an extremely rare find. And Ben told the BBC that he was completely shocked. An amazing discovery. He's <laughs> yeah. over the moon. He didn't expect it, adding that he He's watched people on YouTube find megalodon teeth in places like Florida, but never thought he'd find one in England. Oh, super cool. Now he's wearing it as like a giant necklace. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Said he's already got the tooth displayed proudly on the mantle of his family's home. And I'm thinking when Ben goes back to school this fall... He's going to be the grand champion of show and tell. There's no doubt about it. A six inch long, 20 million year old megalodon tooth. I think his archaeology career is off to a good start. Thank you, Ben. Keep unearthing those good vibes. More of the Big Dave podcast. It's the Big Dave show. Dad joke of the day on B105. And this morning, we have Erica from Anderson Township. Uh, she works at the Heights Center with students with autism. First of all, thank you for doing the Lord's work there. We appreciate that, Erica. Thank you so much. All right, now give us that dad joke. How do farmers party? I don't know. How, How do, do farmers, farmers party? party? Turn up the beats. <laughs> Turn up the beats. Yeah. Oh my God! Turn up the beat. All righty. And their boots and pants and boots and pants and boots and pants and boots and pants. Yeah. That's a good one, Erica. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Okay. Thanks, y'all too. And don't forget, each afternoon, Jesse and Anna invite you to call in, tell them the joke of the day too, and first one to make them laugh out loud gets a family four pack of tickets to the Cincinnati Zoo. Awesome. Cool. A little quack me up action there. Seven oh nine. Thanks for checking out the Big Dave podcast. B one hundred five dot com.